This is the news on Radio 191 FM. You're listening to Radio 1, and today is Wednesday, the 15th of September. Ko Ailena Ho. Te Pāti Māori co-leader Debbie Ngārewa-Packer says a petition launched by the party to change the official name of the country from New Zealand to Aotearoa is about being united and connected in where Aotearoa is going as a nation. The petition was launched yesterday and has currently gathered 25,000 signatures. It comes during Mahuru Māori or Māori Language Month and Ngārewa-Packer says the launch date was also the 49th anniversary of the delivery of the first petition to Parliament to recognise Te Reo as an official language. We um, did it knowing that it will start off a debate and um, we encouraged that and also we wanted to use every mechanism available. So yes, that would include um, Parliament mechanisms but also, most importantly, the people because I think the people power uh, and owning the debate and uh, pushing about the change and never letting that, that topic of kotahitanga being dropped is more important than anything. The petition has garnered criticism from some politicians, such as ACT's David Seymour and New Zealand First's Winston Bishop. However, Ngārewa Packer says support has been overwhelming. We've had an overwhelming support from uh, from various university students and collectives, from uh, a lot of rangatahi collectives, from iwi Māori collectives, from tangata tariti collectives. Ngārewa Packer says the response of opponents to the petition, as well as the Prime Minister's response, makes sense in relation to their political positions, but she has hope. It's been good to see the Prime Minister recognise that actually we do have dual citizenship and names. Uh, She didn't go so far as to commit to wanting to drive that change. But, you know, again, this is a government that said they weren't going to do Matariki as a holiday, now we have Matariki. This is a government that didn't want to have an um, independent Māori health authority, now we have an independent Māori health authority. They didn't recognise we need to have targeted Māori housing, now we have a targeted Māori housing budget. Uh, and, um, you know, to be honest, has failed in its response to Māori, particularly in the COVID vaccination, MIQ's been around Māori, which now is having to review that. So I think that that's probably the correct political thing for the, the Prime Minister to say to, to appease the um, everyone sitting in the middle. Uh, so I always have a high degree of, of, of hope that you can convince and advocate and push that uh, a little bit more than the extremes like we've seen in um, David Seymour. And David Seymour's got to play up um, to those who he uh, is represented and um, for and to. The petition can be found on the Te Pāti Māori website at maoriparty.org.nz forward slash nz underscore two underscore Aotearoa. And now we cross to Quinton, covering the lack of student support during COVID alert level four. The Ministry of Education has no plans to increase course-related costs to help financially support students through the current COVID-19 lockdown. In last year's Alert Level 4 lockdown, all students across Aotearoa were able to double their course-related cost borrowing to a total of $2,000 for the year. Yesterday, a spokesperson for the Minister of Education, Chris Hipkins, confirmed to Radio 1 that there were no plans at this stage to bring back the policy, despite this lockdown being longer than in 2020. OUSA President Michaela Waitharvey called this disappointing, but told Radio 1 that OUSA had called for a unanimous well-being payment that would be a one-off cash injection for students. 
The other problem with course related costs um, is that it doesn't take into account part-time students. Wait Harvey believes that part of the government's reasoning behind this decision is that students have experienced a lockdown before, so should have been better prepared. She pointed out this sort of thinking seems to be endemic across the tertiary education sector, affecting other decisions such as grade bumps for students. There's some interesting ways, people will come up with many excuses to avoid doing a thing, and they're really doing that right now. Last week, on September the 8th, the Ministry of Education announced a further $20 million for student hardship funds, which aims to support 15,000 students across Aotearoa. Currently, there are more than 380,000 students enrolled in tertiary education across Aotearoa. President Waitavi didn't believe that the increase to student hardship funds would make much of a difference, since hardship funds were already healthy. While it'll add more money, I don't think it's all going to be accessed, and I'm honestly going to be very disappointed at the end of this year when universities and politics are going to have to give that money back. So that money's just going to sit there when it could be going to students in another way. She acknowledged the bureaucratic processes that hinder students from applying to these funds, alongside the fact that these funds won't cover small increases in expenses, such as heightened power bills or food costs. You have to find someone who's willing to vouch for your financial hardship, that they need to know about your financial hardship, but they can't be someone who's a family member or a flatmate because that's a conflict. President Waite Harvey wanted to remind Chris Hipkins of his previous days as a student politician when considering future support for students. The, I think part of our, well, a part of my letter, my personal letter, was um, highlighting, I think, the hypocrisy of someone like Minister Hipkins, whose entire career was built off the back of the student movement. He wouldn't be where he is without having been elected NZUSA president. And now that he's in power, he's turned his back on that movement. We actually need to, you know, have proper food on the table and to afford to put our heater on. There are 14 new COVID-19 cases in the community today all within Tamaki Makoto and all in households of already existing cases. This brings the total number of COVID-19 cases in the community to 984. All the new cases are linked to existing cases, but three people were infectious while in the community, creating 10 new exposure events. A worker in an Auckland managed isolation facility has tested positive to COVID as a part of regular testing. The worker was fully vaccinated and is now in quarantine. Submissions closed yesterday on the Births, Deaths, Marriages and Relationships Registration Bill. First introduced in 2017 by Labour MP Jan Tanetti, the bill aims to make it easier for trans, non-binary and intersex New Zealanders to change their gender markers on legal documents. Currently, this can require a lengthy and expensive family court process accompanied by medical evidence, a process which gender minorities Aotearoa says is prohibitive to those who choose not to undergo medical transition or cannot afford a lawyer. The bill has been in the spotlight over the last several months, with prominent anti-trans groups Speak Up for Women hosting events around the country encouraging people to, quote, say no to self-sex identification. In Otipoti, Speak Up for Women's event was attended by approximately 30 people, whilst a party for trans liberation organised to rally around the city's trans community was attended by around 300. The bill is supported by a wide variety of individuals and groups, including Rainbow Youth, the United Nations, the Public Health Association of New Zealand, and politicians across the political spectrum. It will now move to its third and final reading in Parliament. 
An Aotearoa city councillor's misleading social media posts about COVID-19 have been slammed by an immunologist as provocative, unhelpful, and possibly harmful. In August, councillor Lee Vandervis shared a video on Facebook in which a former Pfizer employee criticised the pharmaceutical company. Vandervis also expressed his desire to explore alternative remedies for COVID-19, including ivermectin, a drug used to drench sheep and deworm horses, as well as treat scabies in humans. Ivermectin has become popular amongst anti-vaxxers, despite there being no evidence that it is effective for treating COVID-19. Speaking to the Otago Daily Times, University of Otago immunologist Professor James Usher said it was unhelpful for anyone to be spreading such misinformation, particularly someone in a position of leadership. Usher called the video pure conspiracy theory and encouraged people to go to the New Zealand Immunisation Advisory Centre or the US Centre for Disease Control for reliable information regarding the safety of the COVID vaccine. And that was the news with Te Reo Irirangi Kotahi, Radio 1. Now, ke te pehea te ahua o te rangi. How's the weather? The Radio 1 FM weather. Ōtipoti can expect a paki, fine, day i tēnei rā, with a high of te koumārua, 12, and light winds. Ā expect a clear start to the day, but turning māku, wet, by midday with showers, southerlies, and a high of Tako, 10. And before we go, it's currently Te Wiki o Te Reo Māori, Māori Language Week. Here's Te Pāti Māori co-leader, Debbie Ngārewa-Packer, with some great advice on how to incorporate more Te Reo into your everyday life. I'm an um, absolute learner of the real and will be for life. I, I live around Rangatahi and community, I'm from Pātia, you know, Poie, where they can actually go in and learn a, a whole bracket of eight or nine waiata overnight where I'm still learning two lines of one waiata for eight months. So, you know, I so I so feel uh, and um, for the, the challenge of what it is, I think the most important thing for learning anything is first and foremost, you know, it's okay to be uncomfortable. In fact, you know, we tend to learn more uh, when we're uncomfortable. But the other side of it is actually finding kupu and real. And I think this is why Aotearoa is so important and why, as you said, names and saying them correctly, but also understanding the essence. So I, I live here in Taranaki. And for a long time, a long, long time, we fought to have our tupunamonga um, change from Egmont, who never been here, to Taranaki. So I think when you know uh, what the, the words mean, when you feel the um, the beauty of having something that has mana and has spiritual um, essence. And I think when you go away from home, often I'm, I'm in Wellington and I just get home and oh my God, you know, and it's just a horrible place. That, and I don't mean Wellington, I mean Parliament. And I get home and I look up our maunga and I feel taranaki and I feel the beauty of not only wanting to um, be uplifted by the essence of that, but actually to say it correctly, because to say it correctly makes me feel the beauty of everything. And I think it's as simple as that. My tip is to find something that's relevant for you, whether you surf and you want to learn something about the sea, whether you're you're um, running, whether you're, you're into music, find something that's relatable to you and then make that your mish to go off and um, you know, to wakapiki, to actually continue to learn in that way. And I think um, the other side of it is laugh at yourself because honestly, my whole team laugh at me because, and I'm okay about that because I think the other thing is 
if you are learning and you're learning around others, there's a certain degree of vulnerability that you have to have. And so lighten up about it. You know, we're, we're um, a long time um, learning and the, you're going to have more fun lighting up and, and learning. And to those who are matatoho, who are strong in it all, you know, my hint to you is to remember what it's like to learn and be, you know, be mindful, be humble and reach out to help those who are um, struggling and a little bit wakama about asking for help or about opening our mouths in front of someone who's just, you know, really, really strong in the real. So these are a yin and yang. These are tuakana taina relationship in life all the time. And um, I think, you know, that's, that's the journey of the real. The R1 News, weekdays at 12, 2 and 5. We'll catch up on our podcast page.